Hey, everyone. Hi. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Alice. Hey, Greg, what are you doing here? Hey, what do you mean? What I, Allison, where do you, you come from, Greg? I came from the world of childish, and I just want to make sure that your listeners know that you're just as wonderful on the on the other podcast you do. What if they don't have kids? Don't need them. You don't need them. <laughs> A lot of our listeners actually tell us they don't have kids. We talk about sex. We and talk about all sorts and, of dirty stuff, yeah. but also parenting stuff. Yeah. So check out Childish new episodes every Wednesday wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey everyone, hi, hello, welcome to another episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. I'm sitting here, not in the pod cabin, I'm in the makeshift studio that we have erected in our house, which is what we do when it's Daniel and me recording, um, so that if the kids were to wake up or anything, we wouldn't be not in the house. We would be in the house. That is a double negative. This is way too much detail. Hello, Daniel. Hi. Welcome back. <laughs> Thank you. Um, just nowhere to go. We've been trapped here for That's right. five weeks. Can you believe that? Has it been five weeks? I mean, I think it's been five weeks. <laughs> it's just crazy. Time is getting all weird and distorted because I asked you earlier if you had any um, segments or anything, and I not in a taskmaster sort of way, not in a like, I'm going to fire you from the show for not preparing, just, hey, do you happen to? And you said to me, um, you said you didn't, but if I give you like a week notice, <laughs> then, you know, maybe next time. And I mean, first of all, a week's notice is a lot. Well, just so but, I could jot things down. But second of all, I looked at you like, didn't I? And you said, no, you told me that you were going to be on the show yesterday. It feels like a week ago. I know. It's really weird. And then also, I tweeted uh, a little something. I'm not going to go into the, you know, the, the magic is in the tweet, at Allison Rosen. Um, but it was just, it was a, little, it was a TMI tweet just about... Um, a period that you just decide should be over. So you act as if it's over, even though it's not technically over. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, and, and the situation, of I my, try to act like your periods are over, but they're usually never, this one is never going to end. But anyway, this situation of my period, like, Oh, Hey, it's still here. Yeah. Even though it really should be over, um, is still going on. Yeah. So I had to check with because I felt like that was like a week ago that I tweeted that, right? No, it was three days ago, which in period time, still really it should be over. But I'm just saying everything is confused. Everything is distorted. It's also very late for us to be recording. Yeah, it's late. Um, Elliot's just been, his bedtime has been creeping later and later. So uh, I feel like it's actually a victory that I was able to get him in bed so early. Even Given though that it's, it's only 11.05. Even though it's 11 p.m. It used um, to be like if it was nine thirty, it felt late. If he was in bed by nine thirty, and now it's eleven. It's just he used to go to bed when he was a baby. I would put him to bed between six and seven. Now at that time, though, he would wake up like between five and six. Yeah. And now he sleeps in like a teenager. Yeah, which yeah. is, you know what? Enough of this. Yeah, let's get to the important stuff. 
you had a dream. <laughs> was it just last night? Was it four nights ago? I don't know. It's two nights ago. I had this. It's really very short dream. So uh, Elliot came in in uh, at a time when I was in a deep sleep. Mm-hmm. Elliot and- comes in in the morning. He the, he. Sometimes he'll stand in the doorway and he'll say, "Mommy, are I come in your room now?" But now he's just coming straight into our room now. Yeah, or if we have the fan on, he'll just be like whimpering because he's afraid he's, of the fan. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, he woke me up and I was in the middle of a deep sleep. And when that happens, often I'll remember my dream because uh, I'm in the middle of it. And uh, this dream was uh, I was. Uh, in the bathroom, uh, uh, and I had just gone. <laughs> I just got number two, as you know, one, happens as one does in sometimes the sometimes in the bathroom. And uh, I stood. I I stood up, and I was uh, at the sink, and uh, I was. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've already heard the dream. By the Bru- way, the part that you're <laughs> about to share, I thought that happened on the toilet. Oh, no, no. I, I got up yeah, and I walked animal. over to... No, come on. <laughs> I went over to the sink and I uh, brushed my butthole with the red toothbrush that I use, as one does. Uh, uses their butt toothbrush. <laughs> so you had a special toothbrush, which in the dream was the one that you always used. Yeah, although, let me just... It's very clean. It wasn't like <laughs> what, covered in... your butthole in, or the toothbrush? It wasn't covered in brown. It was white. It was like... You're talking clean, about the brush. The toothbrush, okay. yeah. You got and like my, butt. The, my butt was pretty clean. It wasn't like it was. <laughs> well, it's because of this amazing. But it was like easier. Hygiene. I used it because it was just e- easier to reach, you know, to reach to get it to get the. the then with to your get hand? back there. Listen, so it, it, it's okay. Go ahead. It's just dream logic, honey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, I lo- I look over the door <laughs> and the door is open and Ray is <laughs> sitting on the couch just laughing at me. <laughs> Um, that is what I was dreaming when <laughs> Elliot <laughs> came in. Uh, so if anyone's worried about my subconscious, uh, join the club. And you said that you were like, okay, fine. You got me. Yeah. I was, I was kind of like, okay, you know, who does like, it's like, okay, you caught me, but who, who doesn't <laughs> brush their butt with a red tooth? And the thing about the toothbrush is that the bristles were actually maybe an inch and a half long. It, it was like a toothbrush... For a horse? That was intended for this purpose. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, I wasn't... Don't don't judge me. Have you ever seen a toothbrush for a horse, though? I wish David Huntsberger was here. Oh, do they have long bristles? <sighs> I don't... Unless, I've, unless I have imagined this or dreamed yeah. it, I swear there are these, like, oversized toothbrushes with really long bristles for horses or for your butt in your dream. I mean, I'm surprised they have tooth. I guess I'm, it doesn't shock me, but I hadn't never considered that they'd have special horse toothbrushes. Yeah, of course they would. Uh, yeah. Daniel, what do you mm. think this dream is about? Uh, I probably had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I don't know. You feel like that's it? I, I will like... I don't know. Like I, I'll have dreams fairly often of being having like embarrassing things exposed. Maybe it's because I do this show. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're married to me. <laughs> yeah, married ma- married to you. That's what it's about. Uh, so I think that's all it is. It's just part of that. That I don't know. Like uh, I don't know. Wish I had more for you. 
What was the feeling in the dream? Um, By the way, our dog is snoring in the background, in yes. case you're hearing a little something. <laughs> uh, the feeling in the dream was... I don't know. It felt kind of lighthearted, to be honest. Okay. It was just like... I wasn't like mortified that Ray was over there mm-hmm. laughing at me. I was just like, oh, brother. Maybe it was a good-natured Ray ribbing. Yeah, it was just kind of like, okay. Yeah. Uh, it felt like for a long time that in our lives, like you would look around the corner and Ray would be there. <laughs> so it's not... It, laughing it, it, at you. Laughing at you. Yeah, so it was just like, you know, you, you just don't... You just shrug. It's like, okay, yeah, that's, that's what he does. It's fine. I remember one time I came out of the bedroom when I was very pregnant, like in the pregnant waddle. And he's like, what's with the way you're walking? And he kind of imitated it. And I'm like, I'm pregnant. Yeah. This is how you walk at this point. Yeah. he's ne- But to be fair, he's never been pregnant. That we know of. Oh, interesting. I'm pretty sure he hasn't been pregnant. I think you're probably right. Well, speaking of embarrassing, Mm. um, allow me to tell you what has been going on in my brain all day for, I don't know why it's like my brain is just stuck on a channel that I don't want it to be on. Mm -hmm. And it's especially as when I'm really tired, it's just like an endless loop of awkward and embarrassing, cringeworthy moments playing nonstop in my mind. And it's it doesn't feel like... From your life? From my life. Mm -hmm. It doesn't feel like I'm conjuring the memories. It's not like, oh, yeah, that thing. And then it makes me think of that. It just feels like, like if you walked into, like if you walked into a Best, you know how in Best Buy there's all those TVs? Mm. I assume that's how it was back in the day. Yeah. So there's a scene from Splash. They still have TVs. They do. Okay. Um, If you walked into a Best Buy and it was just playing all of the uh, like terrible memories from a time of your life that you don't remember that well, you would walk right out. (laughs) But I can't because I'm stuck in my brain. No, I wouldn't walk right out. No, they're yours. What would you do? I would want to find out how the fuck they got them. That's true. I would go to the. I'd go probably to the manager. I would try to cover up as many of them as I could, and then it would be. I would be too taken with the whole. Like, first of all, what the fuck, man? Like, why do you have these tapes? How, how did, did you, you get them? Who, who recorded was filming? Them? Yes, no one's recorded. I didn't know these existed. Can I get a copy? Yeah, first of all, just for posterity. And then is this is this what you thought would sell TVs? <laughs> like what is the thinking there (laughs) right like this isn't even high def because this would have been old technology Mm -hmm. and you're showing them on a 4k tv yeah like is the content so good (laughs) for you a lot of questions so this morning so when elliot comes into our room i can no longer sleep very well so this morning he came in and then i just lied there or laid there i don't know for a few felt like a couple hours with just non-stop loop of shit that was making me feel not good um and then later i tried to take a nap and like as i was falling asleep it was happening again and i cannot figure out why exactly and i will share one of them a very deeply cringeworthy one um but instead of really trying to think of trying to like figure out what it means and why it's doing it i just thought it's sort of like <clears throat> if your system is sick or your computer is being sluggish or like i think it's just it's just like my brain is not um you need to turn it off and on again yeah i need to do a, a um a hard reset a hard reset yeah it's just like um it's just a measure of uh 
my mood is not so great today. I guess. I don't know. I po- You know how people are posting photos of themselves at age 20 on Instagram, even uh-huh. though no one knows why we're all doing it? Many of them say, I don't know why we're all doing this. Because everyone's post- bored fucking tears. Right. So I did that, and I don't know if that... Even though I didn't find myself actively thinking a lot about yeah. college, um, I don't know if that like triggered something in my brain, but it's weird. It's like... It's like it's like my brain coughed and like what <laughs> and exhaled like a whole bunch of memories. I I wonder we okay. So this is a time where everybody's being forced to put put their normal life on pause. Yeah. And at various times in my life when that's happened, I find myself like it's like you stop and everything kind of kind of catches yes. up to you a little bit and you suddenly have have space to reflect that you didn't have before. You know, like your life, when it's in its normal routine, it's just like chug, 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 chugging along and you've got all these thoughts and things that you're worried about like coming at you, coming at you all, all the time. And now you don't. And your brain is like suddenly like... <sighs> yeah. And so I think there's reflection happening and maybe that's the Well, instinct. I don't enjoy it. The, so yeah, well, maybe that's why people are going, hey, this is me at 20. Like people are now have time and space to think about things and reflect on them. And so for you, I know when I um, have meditated in the past, there's this weird phenomenon of like totally unpredictable, weird thoughts. Yes. Like your just brain constantly popping in your head. Yeah. And uh, you know, that combined with maybe like a feeling of anxiety, it's like, that's the file drawer that it's going into. Yeah. I was actually trying to, in order to sort of get through it, I was trying to meditate a little bit using an app and I was noticing it was happening with increased intensity then. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, though, here's something that I don't think I've ever talked about. Uh, and it's so cool. This is such a cool girl thing to do. Uh-huh. Uh, so when I start, hang on one second. I'm back, you guys. We had to pause for a second because I felt hot. You've been hot a lot the last couple of I've been running days. hot. I swear to God. But it's not been hot. It's not. Not hot? It's been not hot. Do you, do you want to know what I swear to God about? You swear to God a lot? Here's my concern. <laughs> I have a lot of cons- my Yeah. I can't think of another rhyme. Spot. If I were a bot, I could. Yeah. This is not that, though. Ugh. Here's my concern. Mm. With my period lasting a thousand days mm. and me being warm, mm-hmm. am I entering the pause? Oh, you, you might. I feel like I'm young for that, but I'm not young for perimenopause. No, I am young for perimenopause, but I could be young. Maybe it's a thing that'll happen I mean, to me. Aren't young. you in the, the zone of, I mean, you'd be on the early side, but. Um, I'm 27. Well, I don't, you're talking to someone who is not, surprisingly enough, not an expert Wait, in, ma- in matters you're not of, an OBGYN? No. Uh, what's the opposite of expert? Although I've learned a bit a about, ch- about fertility in that little, small little sliver of female uh, hormonal life. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, I don't know jack fucking squat. Well, this is kind of the antithesis of that. This is the end of your fertility. But but, but you were having trouble already. producing eggs. Yes. And so maybe maybe that 
supply maybe the supply chain is run dry <laughs> and you know what i mean and now it's just like all right all right everybody like it's time to close up the warehouse put the trucks in the lot maybe it's been affected by lockdown um yeah who knows who knows if my fertility will come back when yeah. the restrictions are lifted yeah maybe your your uh ovaries are on quarantine well yes i do have to read reduced ovarian reserve or something you know what let's we did so many episodes on that let's not really go into all oh, that people are dying to hear more <laughs> amh we need to know your amh levels we need to know your fsh levels i don't remember all the other abbreviations sure there's h's and f's and all of it there's hormones there's luteinizing there's follicles there's stimulation anyway the point is I don't know what's going on, but I do feel warm, and this period is lasting forever. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Anyway, when I started college, mm-hmm. um, I was not a particularly popular high schooler. I've talked about that before. I was fine, but I wasn't cool by any stretch. You wanted to be cool, though. I wanted so badly to be cool. That's tragic. And you know what the definition of cool is? What it is? What it you know what it isn't? You. <laughs> but specifically what aspect of me it isn't? You in high school? <laughs> no, what I'm looking for. I just said it. What I'm looking for is wanting to be cool is the antithesis of being cool. Oh. You know this because of your cool guy character. Um yeah, and actually, I never cared about being cool and found out literally the last day of high school that um, I was thought of as being very cool. Every time you say this, I feel like you're bragging. No, no, I'm not. I, 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 what I thought it's you were not a brag is, at all. It's, it's like amazement. I thought you me. were going to say like, and then I've, because you've said this so many times and it always sounds braggy to me, like, and then I found out like all the girls in high school had a crush <laughs> on me. Literally, I was literally told that all the girls in high school had a crush on me. But did they elect someone, their no, ambassador? To, who told you that all of them did? Uh, I forget her name. She wrote it in my yearbook. So oh, really? there's yeah there's i can show you the evidence once i get my hands on that thing but what did she say that she that's what i told you she's like you're the one that everyone had a crush on i was like some information i could have used <laughs> oh i was like but i think uh, honestly looking back it's not a brag at all it's like it's a it, humble brag it's literally i didn't give a shit and I think that made me seem cool. Like, I could not have cared less about anything happening in my high school. <laughs> um, yeah, that's true coolness. Yeah, it made me cool and also made me not care <laughs> because I didn't care. Yeah, but that's cool. I know. That's the problem, right? Like, the people who want it should be the ones that get it because they're the ones that could appreciate it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like if you really like you poor little Allison in high school, <laughs> if so you wanted, wanted so to bad cool. to be cool, and if you suddenly woke up one day and were thought of as cool, it would have made you so happy. Well, I feel like I'm like never got cool. That's not what I was gonna say. Oh, yeah, actually. you never did. No, I was gonna say I feel like I'm thought of as cool now. <laughs> well, I feel like I'm relatively cool now. I think your brand is decidedly not cool. cool. Yeah, but the only way I can do that is because I'm so cool. <laughs> That's what allows me yeah. to be ironically cheesy. Ironically, you're hot right now. <laughs> <laughs> do you mean li- literally, literally warm? Yeah, literally. Yeah. So, um, 
yes, you you don't want to be cool. Uh, you're not being cool is actually what makes you cool. But if you start projecting wanting to be cool, your whole thing's going to go away, and we're going to have to downsize. Our oh, life. I'm not worried about it now. What I'm saying is now I am unequivocally. Unequivocally. <laughs> Unequivocally cool. Yeah. There's no doubt I'm cool now, but I don't care about it now. No, you're not cool that, now, is what I'm saying. <laughs> I know, but I But it doesn't matter now. Sorry, I'm disagreeing with you. <laughs> okay. Well, if that's what you need to believe. Uh, yeah. The same you're girl cool, who honey. told you're you so that cool. all the girls in your high school uh, like Sweetheart, you. you are so cool. You are the coolest. Okay. Well, I know it's hard to imagine me being uncool, given I mean, that I'm so It's like cool. living with fawns. <laughs> I know I'm so cool now that it's hard to imagine me being uncool. But yeah. when I started college, mm-hmm. I was suddenly around a, a very different group of people than I had been around in high school. In high school, I was around a lot of people who did not appreciate me. or And maybe because of that, I didn't show off my best. I don't know. I don't know. I just think in general, like I was... Orange County has a very specific set of values that doesn't have room for me. Uh, me. You you were a, a a black swan. You know, it's like you were a, an ugly duckling. No, I said a black swan. But what does that mean? It means you were you were all the other swans are. You know, you stood out. Like yes, they were all but blonde hair. To. Like you know, they were into sports and real estate and being conservative. Yeah, they were all Beckys and and Corys, and you were a black swan. You, you were a Shoshana. <laughs> well, have you told me that you think I look like a Shoshana? Because my whole life I've been told I look like a Rachel, which is, I get it, you a, think a, I look Jewish. A, a, a Rockle. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> Rockle? Rockle. What was that show? Is that from? Portlandia? Oh no, no. It um, was the one with um, Billy Eichner. Difficult people. Difficult people. <laughs> Rockle. Ruckle. Uh, no, I just think, like, first of all, um, there are not a lot of non-blonde people, specifically non-Christian people. And but I thought I was. W- regardless, like... I y- know. You... And it, it, okay, we get it. No, no, so no. Let me really, sudden... really define this for you. No. So then all of a sudden I'm in college, and college was like, I love... I went to Pomona College. I loved it. I was suddenly around these smart, funny open-minded, non-judgmental seeming people. And I could suddenly have this social life that I had like craved ever since. I remember when I was probably like six or seven, there was this commercial. Maybe I was even younger than that. There was a commercial for McDonald's and it was about when you're with your best friend and it was these two girls who are older. They were probably like 12 Mm -hmm. or 13 and they were riding bikes together in the rain. And I was like, oh my God, I can't wait to be older and have a best friend. Oh, um, and you never had a best no, friend. No, I did. My friend Brooke Baum. She was my best friend for years and years and years and years. Was she the one that was just, like decided not to be your friend one day? No, I don't know. Who's, oh, okay. who's that? I, don't oh, know I just that assume is. that's happened to you. <laughs> I'm sure it has, but no, no. She sadly died oh, in a skydiving sky accident. Oh, yes, no. but she and I, that was when we were adults and we were in touch, but like, it wasn't like this like hot yeah our lives had gone separate directions but i mean we had like a hot and heavy super monogamous best friendship we had multiple best friend necklaces oh man yeah it's very sad but anyway so i did have a best friend i'll have you know but i remember yearning for a best friend when i watched that commercial what was the point of this oh anyway i just always like want and i read all the sweet valley high books 
and You're other training books. for cool. I really wanted to have an active teenage girl social life. Yeah. I read YM. I read teen. I read 17. It's kind of like a good thing that you weren't, you know, blonde and waspy because you would have been a nightmare. What does that mean? Because you really would have liked that role and embraced it and you'd have been like a tyrant of the schoolyard. I don't think I would have. You really would have. So anyway, all of a sudden I'm at college and all of a sudden it's like there I'm going to parties and I'm around boys and this this whole thing that other people who were popular or at least social in high school had experienced before and I hadn't really. You're doing it in college now. Yeah. And so I would get overwhelmed and what I would do is I would just, in the middle of hanging out with people, flop over onto my side and pretend to be asleep. And I, like, as if... <laughs> like, I was, would you be out in public? Yeah. <laughs> but, like, in a dorm. But oh, but in not public. like in a Denny's no. or something. No, everything, everything that I'm, everything in this story takes place on a college campus. Okay. But that is public-ish. Yeah, okay. And, you know, we were up talking till really late. And we were always drinking. So I just figured, like, it'll look like I passed out from drinking. I'm a cool girl who drinks so much she passes out everywhere. Uh-huh. But really, I wasn't passed out at all. I was choosing to pretend to be sleeping while everyone else was up talking just so I could kind of like check out. Like another thing I would do a lot and I still sometimes do if I'm with people is go to the restroom just to take a minute to like kind of, I just need to like unplug from the situation and have a moment to myself. This is what I was doing. I was unplugging while still being in the room, listening I, to everything everyone said, but pretending I was asleep or passed out. You do this to me all the time. No, that's really being asleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean like when we first started dating, you'd, you'd fall asleep all the time while I was talking. Nowadays, you what you do is you you go into Twitter or something. Yeah, but that's different. No, it's not because it really is. Okay, explain how it's the same. It's you being overwhelmed by the pressure of having to pretend to be interested in what I'm talking about. <laughs> um. I don't think it's that. I think it's me not being interested in what you're talking about and wanting to check Twitter or being tired, which is slightly different. Anyway, later when I was living in... Have I mentioned that I lived in New York? So when I was living in Brooklyn... Your way, by the way, is better. I would rather you genuinely just not be interested and start checking Twitter than to feel like you have to act interested and then being overwhelmed by that pressure. Occasionally I feel that. I know. I don't like that. Well, then. Um, I'd rather you just be honest. Okay. Thank you for telling me the history of the labor movement today. It got a little boring in parts. Tough shit. <laughs> you were trapped in a car with me. What the hell is you going Come I, on, though. It was interesting. In parts. Yeah. Some parts. Are I mean, interesting. I. Okay. So, anyway. So then later, after I'd graduated, I was living in Brooklyn, and I met up with some friends from college, and one of them said that it was like, at the, the first few years of college, he thought that I was just this raging alcoholic. And it was so amusing because to me. Because you were always like, passed out. 
It was so amusing to me because I really didn't develop a drinking problem until much later. Mm. And then would you fall asleep like that when you actually did have a drinking problem? No. Interesting. I threw up all the time, though. It's sort of the equivalent of like what I would do uh, in high school when I was around, specifically around like girls that I would be crushing on or something. I would uh, I'd get real sullen, real serious. Develop that that long thousand yard stare because I got shit on my mind, and uh, of course, thinking that it made me seem so interesting and so did it full of depth, and uh, you know, like oh, the probably it is all probably because I watched Grease two like <laughs> eighty times one summer before uh, high school. I just thought like I'm going to be the you know. The mysterious stranger, uh, but in fact, that's not at all how. Um, in general, people like friendly people. Yeah, like if if, if I were and going you, to coach a, a coach uh, me, a you, if I were to go back in time and say, "Hey, hey, kid, come here," I would say, "Instead, how about this? Be friendly and ask them how their weekend was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, sort of be interested in them. Uh, you know, uh, ask and listen." And don't feel like you have to come up with stuff to say because people w- just want to feel heard and like you give a shit about them. And you know what? That would work. I think that you'll have a chance to coach two young yous who live in this house house, house, <laughs> house with us. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely like, uh, I'm going to, you know, if God willing, the fucking earth is still alive by the time they're teenagers, uh, I will, I will be able to make them successful young men. Mm. So yeah, I was thinking about that today and then an array of other things, but all sort of similarly cringeworthy and feeling like, ugh, why? But these are not like, there's sort of the, you know how I think there's like more than one grateful dead channel on Sirius. If there isn't, there should be. So, or there's more than one Howard channel. There's my main, my cringe channel number one of the main cringe highlights, but this is like the B-sides of the cringy stuff that this was, like, wh- where is this coming from? I haven't thought about that in a really long time. Another mm. one, and this will just make it fast because um, it's been because I would like to not be on this channel anymore. Do you remember when I went to that nutritionist, dietitian woman who had a big basket of um, rubber food? Yeah, I do. And I really felt like I did not get much out of it. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I had much nice to say about her. Uh, my OB had recommended her because mm-hmm. I gained 11 pounds in one month during that pregnancy. And then, uh, you know, uh, 69 other pounds at different times of uh, that pregnancy. Um, but anyway, I knew someone who I liked a lot who also had like mentioned this woman who, and she felt like this woman had helped her a lot. And, um, it's like some, a few like months later I ran into this girl and she was a little bit, she was less friendly to me than I would have expected from the way she and I interacted before. Mm -hmm. Um, we didn't know each other well, but I felt like we had sort of like a fledgling friendship. And then, um, she was a little bit frosty to me and, and, I put it together much later, like she might've heard those episodes. 
she might have heard me completely shit on this woman mm. that had meant something to her and that had helped her and she had given me this woman's name oh. when I had you know said like oh you went to some you know I'm you had a good experience with a, a nutritionist I would love to hear who that was mm. and she gave me the name and I came to that woman on my own separately but still mm-hmm. and I was thinking why like why did I do that? If that is what happened, if mm-hmm. she did hear and her feelings were hurt, that's shitty that I did that. Although the people did need to know about the plastic food in the appropriate portions. I mean, it's it's hard when you've hurt someone's feelings or something like that. I it's I think that with the cringe stuff, uh, it's really like the key to this. I think is just to to kind of kill your ego and try to develop a a good sense of humor about yourself and really understand how um young I was how it's a joke your sense of self-importance is a big fucking cosmic joke and like you like just get over yourself like everybody's like I know that's what I'm saying like it feels like I'm like my operating system is a little bit sick today because normally I'm not this mired in my own Old yeah. bullshit. It's like we're, <laughs> it's all. It, none of it fucking matters. I know. I do. I do think this is a function of quarantine brain. Yeah, it might be. In other news, I since we last talked, mm-hmm. not you and me, because you and I talked earlier, but since the, the listeners and I last talked, mm-hmm. I've made bread. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I made muffins. You're real uh, baking gal i am you can't get yeast in the stores however my dad in his cooking days which he hasn't he's not into he's not so into cooking oh is that what came in the mail from uh the rosens wow that's right because my dad would periodically make bread Uh so i figured if anyone has yeast in this world it's the rosens and they did so i asked my mom to send me some and so then elliot and i made bread um wendy molyneux posted a recipe that she said was easy and I said, that sounds up my alley. And mm-hmm. we made bread. And then, unfortunately, I got a little bit too into it. And I was, the whole point, I'm not even eating carbs right now. The whole point of the bread thing was an activity to keep Elliot occupied. And then, pretty quickly, I'm like, well, three-year-olds are terrible at making bread. This is get this is getting difficult. And then he left to go play with his toys. And I'm like, finally, now I can really you make bread. You were super agitated uh, when I came to relieve you of childcare duties at that point. You were you were in a you were in a bad state. He doesn't know how to need. Yeah. He doesn't know how to need. He was getting flour everywhere. He was ripping the parchment paper. You see, off. you gotta you gotta this is the thing, you gotta embrace the chaos. Well, on day two when we made muffins, I feel like I did quite yeah. a bit more. Just get it just it's okay. There's but gonna you be don't mess. think you don't think that he was upset by my agitation. Who right? knows? Who knows? I, I'm always you assured me that he was not the other day. I don't think so. But like, it's crazy to me the stuff that he retains or yeah. is aware of. So and like children are very like they They're they spongy. pick up on yeah. So uh, he probably did, but it probably doesn't matter at the same time. Like it, I'm not I proud of this. I don't think one instance of making bread is going to scar him. Uh, if it were a routine, it would. Like, if you were regularly in this agitated state, you know, while you were 
trying to do activities with him, that would make that would have an impact. Don't blame me. I think I'm going through the change. <laughs> um, would you guys like to hear a voicemail? So we've been soliciting voicemails from listeners. I'm curious to know how you guys are doing out there. And if you want to leave us a message, the number is 323-553-2331. And by the way, these are not screened. So we can find out together what this one says. Hi, Allison. My name is Angela, and I'm calling from Texas. I listen to both Childish and ARYMBF, and I love them both. Um, I'm calling because I saw your Instagram story asking people to call in and tell you how we're doing. Um, so I feel like I'm probably one of the only people who is not home all the time because my job still requires me to go in. I'm a therapist and work with eating disorders, so we're considered essential health care. So anyway, it's just kind of weird, like being one of the only people who doesn't stay home all the time. Um, driving to work is weird. Um, there's not as many people on the road in Texas and Dallas, where I live now, they actually require now that we wear masks everywhere we go, even in the car, and you can get fined if you're not. So anyway, having to wear a mask to work and everything like that. Um, anyway, it's just kind of crazy, but we bought a Nintendo Switch, so we are going to be adults playing video games now, I guess. Anyway, love the show. Thanks for all you do. Bye. Thank you for calling in. I've seen some people, but not that many, wearing masks in the car. Daniel, do you know what is the thinking behind the mask in the car? I really don't know. I mean, I guess, uh, I don't know. Hmm. Maybe flying particulates could get into your car and then Do you your could window down. breathe them in. I mean, you know, I suppose the thinking is like any risk is risk you know even if it's yeah i mean i guess like if you're at a stop sign or a stop light and there's cars around you and you have your window i don't know you know we could probably find the answer i i think it falls in the category of like you know if you're a governor or a mayor or you know our president doesn't do this but if you're someone who's actually making decisions like (laughs) that um you're having to make them for such a broad swath of people that you just want to say like you you have to make a rule that incorporates the worst case scenario, even though, you know, there's a ton of people who will be fine. Like, yeah. there are people who, when they drive, they have their window down and they maybe put in, so we can't be so specific that we say, if you're doing this and if you're like this, then this. And if you're the, no, you just go, everybody wear your fucking mask. That way, we're, no, we're covered. But lots of people could probably stand and not wear their mask. Daniel and I are being very, very strict about lockdown. We are not seeing anyone. We're not having anyone come to the house. We're not going to the store if we can avoid it or running any errands. And as someone who's doing that, I have to say, I'm judging anyone who's not. But it's only just because I have so much time on my hands to judge. I do judge people when I see we went by we were just you know we're out a little bit today we're safe don't crawl up my ass about it (laughs) Uh, but we saw there was a restaurant and there were tons of people there and they were just outside waiting for their number to be called or something like that yeah and they were so what the fuck are you doing or they were standing it's fine if they're all spread out but they were like no they weren't they weren't spread out at all and then we've gone for walks and we have our masks, you know, and, and then, you know, we'll be 
walking down the sidewalk and someone will be coming towards us and you're like, okay, you know, who's going to cross? Who's going to cross? And then they don't cross. It's specifically, and I'm not trying to malign a whole group of people, but it's joggers. For some reason, it's... It's more joggers than not, although there have been non-joggers too. But yeah. But so it's you and me, a stroller, a toddler, and a dog... So that's like a thousand little legs. All it's way we're like a, we're for- like a human centipede. And then, yeah. <laughs> oh wait, that means something different. Um, and then it's one lone person who will who's, not. Who's also running. So yeah. they could easily just zip over to the other right. side of the street. And then they fucking don't. There was one guy who was. So then we like go into the grass. There was one guy who was going up and down our block. Yeah. He decided he was just going to go one block up, one block back, 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 back. And he did not have a mask. And he was always like. We kept crossing, and then he would cross over to our side, and we we're trying to get over to the other side. And then he'd come over, and he was just like, "I got really agitated because I was imagining him." You know, you get it in your head, like he probably had. What if he has yeah. it? And so I'm imagining he's like a fucking Corona crop duster, just crop dusting the fucking neighborhood with coronavirus. And I started to get like really upset. Yes, uh, and I just wanted to get the fuck out of there. But who, who's so inconsiderate that they don't understand? Like, yeah, I feel like I'm okay, but you know what? They're clearly agitated. I'm going to respect that and just, like, come on, people. I don't understand the reluctance to just just jog in the street for four seconds while you pass us. Now, I'm sure someone's going to be like, oh, you're so entitled. You think that uh, you know everyone should move out of the way for you. Or, or- I don't. I just want to say if there's... Four people, including a stroller and a dog. Like, it's just clearly difficult for us to all... We're not that nimble. But we've been doing it. We move out of the way, but it's it's a whole thing every time. Yeah. These people are assholes. Yeah. All right. Want to hear another message? Mm-hmm. Hi, Allison and Daniel. Um I have been a long-term listener, so it's fun to call in. I'm Marissa. I'm in Brooklyn. I'm uh, pretty lucky in all of this. Uh, The people that I know are healthy. Um, I'm a therapist, and I'm able to do uh, video and phone sessions from home, and I have my lovely dog as an office mate, uh, and I'm quarantined with uh, my roommate and her boyfriend, who are great people. So I'm very lucky. And this is all weird, but I figured, uh, I don't know, it might be more interesting for you to hear about the quirky part of my experience, which is that I'm really into kombucha and <laughs> um, had a hard time getting it. I am also a runner, so I've been running like many, many, many loops of a local park and have been planning the end of my runs uh, with like face mask and toe to the various stores that stock the kombucha that I like, and it's become quite a quest. I feel like run with a tote bag that's folded up inside of a backpack, and I keep not finding kombucha. I keep waiting outside in the cold, outside of stores, six feet apart from people, and getting inside and seeing empty, empty shelves. And, uh, yeah, again, very lucky that that is my main hardship. Of course, I miss many things about normalcy, but uh, I'm also able to laugh at the absurdity of uh, – that being my biggest hardship. So uh, I hope you guys continue to be safe and happy and healthy and uh, enjoying your walks with your kids. And um, and thanks again for putting the show out. It is really a highlight of my week. All right. Take care. Bye. Thanks for calling in. Two therapists in a row. 
That's a good sign. I have to take a moment to address the fact that I'm distracted and slightly distressed by something. Um, and I haven't known, I haven't been sure whether I wanted to mention it on the show or not. Uh, but I will mention it. So right now, one of our listeners is in the hospital. Um, I don't know if I should say her name or not. She's, I'm not going to say her name just for right now. Um, when I have more info, then I will say her name, but it is, um, find out a bull on Twitter and whatnot. Um, but a beloved listener who I've met in person multiple times, uh, is in the hospital right now, intubated, unresponsive, I think in a coma. Um, it's really scary. her husband found, she collapsed and her husband found her unresponsive, we're recording this on Saturday night, and I guess this was Thursday night, Friday morning. And I found out because her husband posted on her Facebook page, and then another listener um, like wanted to let other people who know her, um, who are like part of the you know Allison Rosen's new best friend and the BFF fan cast uh, community, let them know. So anyway, I just. She's like heavily on my mind and I'm just very worried about her. And then another listener, and I feel like I could say her name because she was going to call in, um, but then she, she she contacted me on Instagram to say she was going to call in, but she couldn't get it get out her message without crying. So I'm not going to say her name just because I'm not 100% sure that she would want me to. But anyway, she contacted me yesterday. Um, her mom died yesterday morning. Mm-hmm. Not COVID related, but she lived with her mom um, and she was just saying that like for the first time she just feels really alone. She does have a ton of friends who checked in on her, um, but I just had a really heavy heart since then and I was thinking of this other listener, the one who's in the hospital right now, she lost her mom and I was thinking... I was thinking of saying to the one who lost her mom, you know, you should connect with this other woman when you're ready, like in time. I was going to say, I wasn't going to say it immediately. Um, but thinking like that might be a good resource for her. So everyone's on my mind. I'm worried about everyone. Um, and I just, my heart is just going out to everyone right now. Yeah. Uh, I realized that was that, and that was like vague, and I didn't put any names to it, just out of respect to people because I don't know. And if and if I'm talking about you and you hear this, and it would be okay to say your name, let me know, and I will say your name. Um, with the one who's in the hospital, I will definitely give you guys an update when I know anything. I um, I just feel very much like, oh, you have to pull through, you have to pull through, you have to pull through, you have to, because the alternative is so way too scary to think about. Yeah, she's and she's. Uh a really nice sweet person and uh so we're we're thinking of you um yeah you can yeah she was she came to the sketchfest shows um you can hear her on our live childish episode i think you can hear her on the live alice from rosen's new best friend episode so anyway she has to get better Definitely. so anyway that's so sorry i'm a little bit distracted by that uh it's okay and then also just my just do you want to talk about the history of the labor movement now You guys, did you know? I just want to say thanks for the call. 
Yeah, thank you. Oh, yeah, let's talk about kombucha. Um, what are you drinking? I'm drinking water. Gross. Um, I feel I have had the the thought of like I should give kombucha a try. I can't get past the nose feel. The vinegary. Yeah, but the people I know who lo- like it like love it. Yeah, and then they'll be like, it. "Oh, it's so good!" And then you get these like pieces of it that feel like snot going down your throat. And it's like you're not selling it. What is that kombucha pulp? I don't know, but it's like me talking about raising children. <laughs> it's like it's like, oh yeah, you. Ne- oh my god, you totally have to have kids, and then I'll say a th- uh, ten things that. M- make you want to never have children right like when you said that the idea of trying to get pregnant again it was like choosing to get sick again and you didn't even mean like the discomfort of pregnancy you meant you sick for you we've recently seen a newborn and the whole time the entire time i'm i'm looking at this beautiful child i'm just thinking thank fucking (laughs) god i never have to do that again um it's just like just you know, the cold sweat of that, like, oh, Jesus. So, yeah. Um, definitely have kids, folks. It's the best <laughs> thing you'll ever do. Um, it is such a weird thing in that it is real. it really, really changes your lifestyle. It really gets in the way of anything you want to do. It is very, at times, physically uncomfortable, and it is a huge pain in the ass, and yet I don't regret it at all. It's like, here's the experience right now of being with Elliot. So he's a three-year-old. Three-nager is a new term that I've <laughs> Yes. Learned. And it's like, I don't know if I've, stop me if I'm repeating myself from the last episode, but it's like, imagine you're with somebody who's like at peak like meltdown mode, okay? So there's st- the stress, you know, and it's like, uh, do that thing for me. And you're like, what thing? And they're like, do the thing. Literally, the words, the thing, you know, like, not even being specific. And you're just like, what? 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 This? No! <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, uh, is it, is it, is it this thing over there? No, no! No, it's not that thing! Just the thing! You're like, I don't fucking know what it, you, God damn, I don't know what you're talking about. And then, and then finally they'll be like, that thing, this, and you go, oh, okay, this. No, and it's just like, and it's fucking all day, and you, and and I, it gets you to the point where you're like, all right, like, I, ha- <laughs> I'm not wrong, right? This is that's exactly what it's like. <laughs> or he'll he'll be very specific. He'll be like. I want to watch. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, Peppa Pig. No, was it the puppy drinking juice? Oh, well, that was a whole thing. We'll get to that. But it's like, I want to watch Peppa Pig. And you're like, Peppa Pig? Yeah, Peppa Pig. Okay. Um, you know, you get the remote. And you're like, no, not Peppa Pig. <laughs> no, it's not that one. No, not that one. You're like, which one? Uh, not that one. And then you go through every episode. Yeah. yeah. And so one, we'll watch YouTube. And he'll, uh, he was like, I want to watch Puppy Drinking Juice. Brown Puppy Drinking Juice. Brown Puppy Drinking Juice. And it's like... <laughs> What the video fuck? Out of all the you videos, do searches on for like brown puppy <laughs> drinking juice, brown dog drinking right. juice, dog juice. I don't. Did we ever figure I don't out? Think what the we hell ever found that one. Oh my god! So it's that's the experience. That's just part of it too. But um, I feel like lately, 
last couple days, I don't know if it's that I've been able to adjust or if he's gotten, if he's changed a little, but um, I'm able to be, I was thinking like being present with somebody uh, doesn't just mean being in the moment. It doesn't mean just being like, okay, I'm not thinking about other things. It is that. Mm -hmm. But the effect of it is to open that moment up and so that you can actually see someone more clearly. And I feel like I've been able to be more present with Elliot than I ever have been. And so I have these moments where I'm seeing him and it's, he's just, he's just gorgeous. Like he's just amazing, you know? And it's just like, it's just like, Oh my God. Like I, you know, you go through life and you see people like you kind of glimpse them and they, you're, but you're doing other things. You're thinking about other things. But, but like one of the, I guess, good things about this time is that, you know, you're able to just have these, this time where you're like, well, this is what I'm doing. You know, (laughs) ain't got nothing else to do. uh, So I'm going to be here. And then you're just there. And it's like, he's like, ah, he's beautiful. You know, and he's so fucking smart. Are you talking about his soul or like Like everything? He just, he's just, he's just incredible. Yeah. You know, and it's nice to have that time because as soon as this is over, right back to the fucking grindstone, everybody. Do you want to say something nice about Owen in case he hears this? I have the same thing with Owen too, but Owen's different because he's a baby, but like he, it's actually, it's actually more with ba- with with babies he's one you know so he's not quite an infant mm-hmm. he's he's doing that thing called cruising where he stands and he sort of like moves around he walks but with, but but with his hands yeah. on something with a with but I still call him a baby cuz he's a baby with babies it's all there but it's it's there in it's more subtle so with Elliot like you you observe Elliot and it's just like there's so much character and there's so much expressiveness and jokes and things that he's doing that it's just like very obvious. It's all there with Owen too. It's just that with Owen it's it's like tiny yeah little measures like seeds and like tiny little things that he's doing and you have to understand that like he's not it's not sophisticated, like the game that, but he is, he is having that interaction with you. It's just that it's not as, ob, it's not as big and broad. So, you know, you'll be, uh, you know, he'll, he'll be at the refrigerator and he'll have these magnets and he'll be moving them. And once you realize the little game he's playing, you know, that it isn't just random. He's actually doing, so, oh, that's the other thing. He's so funny. He, Owen, Owen's all business. <laughs> So Owen, like every day, so we have this little kitchen set. (laughs) We have this little kitchen set. Elliot's little kitchen. It's Elliot's little kitchen set. And it's got these little plates. And so, (laughs) you know, every, every night, you know, it's like back to one, you know, you, when they go to bed, it's back to one. You you reset the day, the, 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 the room and put everything away. So you put all the plates back in the kitchen set. And then every day at some point during the day, Owen finds his way over to that kitchen set and one by one, he takes those <laughs> plates and he slips them under the rug. <laughs> and, and so then every night, 
well, after they go to bed, you come around and, and you, you step down. You st- and you're like, what? And it's like, <laughs> why is there a hill? That it's I'm- just like a thing that he has to do. It's like part of his to do list. It's just like, you know, I gotta uh, put the plate. I don't if know who keeps- take. I don't you- know who's putting these back. But if you take the plates out, if you take the plates out from under the rug during the day. And he sees it. He comes from. He drops everything. Comes over there and puts them back under yeah. the rug. It's like this is where they fucking go. I don't know who is moving the plates, but he's like, God damn it! You know, you can see him. Damn it, these kids! You know, put the fucking plates back under the rug. And uh, yeah, he has like several things that every day, right. like it's just like that's the thing that he does, and it's his little, his own little thing. No one's told him to do it. No one else is part of it. It's just his own little world his new own his new thing is uh pulling the books out of the bookshelf oh pulling the books out of the bookshelf <laughs> is just he's loving that very much the the refrigerator magnets and um yeah and so like once you observe him and you just really you can see that there's a there's a little Glimmer. silly little method to his madness you know that it isn't chaos and then and then that's where you start to understand the personality that's this baby you know Mm -hmm. so yeah i had a moment actually of feeling like oh i am present with him right now today because he woke up from a nap and then um i put him on the floor and he crawled over to the nightstand and he wanted to turn on the humidifier oh yeah he loves doing that and off and on and off and on and off Mm mm-hmm and it was fucking boring for me. And I thought, like, I should just pick him up and we should go in the other room. And then I thought, he's having so much fun right now. Are uh-huh. you blowing a burp out of your mouth in the no. weirdest way? What's going on? Are you biting your lip? I'm just trying not to breathe into the microphone. Oh, okay. God damn it. <laughs> Tell your damn story. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was distracted because you were making a weird mouth sh- Look I look a, like Popeye. Look at a fish. I'm kind of I gotta take a picture of this. Um, I will share this on Patreon. Well, wait, hang on. I haven't finished telling my story. I just I interrupted myself. Okay, <laughs> okay. So, Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen is where you can go for the picture of Daniel's not at all distracting new mouth. No, but he's. I will sporting. say this about the humidifier: the on-off switch. It is actually very satisfying. It lights up. Yeah, turn. I know. But there's like a certain a uh, resistance and then give that it's satisfying. So I thought I should collect this baby and we should go in the other room where there's more going on. And then I saw how happy he was and completely engaged with this switch. And I thought, you know what? What's the rush? Yeah. I don't have bread baking. I'm just going to I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to support and hold space for him to turn this it's on. It's hard and off. because it's like, yeah, it's like we've I don't know about you, but I'm past that sort of thing. I <laughs> I am not as entertained by No, I'm not. putting magnet letters on the refrigerator. Yeah. I'm just I'm just fucking not, right. okay? I'm just not. Uh I would rather be doing other things. Yes. Okay. But uh you know, if you sit down on the kitchen floor and you just say, I'm going to sit here with him and try to, instead of like, try to, f- it's like, here's the key. Don't try to find his activity interesting. You're not going to. What you want to do is find his interest in it interesting. Yes. So, you know, focus on him and not like, yes, if you're going to try to see what he sees in this way, you're just going to be bored. Right. Yeah. But, 
if you're focusing on him, then it's, you know, it's endlessly entertaining. Want to listen to another message? Mm -hmm. Hi, Allison. Hi, Daniel. It's me, longtime listener, Joshua Perry. Uh, I just wanted to say we definitely feel your guys' pain. Um, My wife and I both work at the hospital. I'm a respiratory therapist there, and she's a speech therapist there. And we have two little ones at home who just turned four and six. Um, We're doing okay. Our hospital's keeping up with protective equipment so far, dot, dot, dot. And, uh, yeah, I just wanted to say thank you for all the laughs and thank you for keeping it real and sharing how it really is for uh, two working parents uh, that are tag-teaming childcare. Anyway, love you guys. Love the show. Um, we are so thankful. My wife and I both listen. We are so thankful for for your podcast. Keep it up, guys. We can do this. Oh, thank you for your message, Thanks, Josh. Joshua. Wait, so his wife's a respiratory therapist? No, he's a respiratory therapist, and his oh. wife is a speech therapist. Okay, I'm pushing buttons now. I don't know what. Oh, I'm oh he's still Bye. there. Hey, Josh. <laughs> Bye. What's happening? <laughs> Um, I thought the message was over. Okay. I uh, would think that he would be in the thick of it as a respiratory yeah. therapist. Boy, the more you, you read about geez, this fucking coronavirus thing, like the way it attacks the lungs and what they're having to do, it's, I mean, look, you know, always, you know, you've I've always had tons of respect for people that work in healthcare, but it's just like, you know, I, it's just amplified right now. Like the 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 tightrope, you know, know, and just the it's you know, you think oh, I guess I guess there's this kind of feeling of yeah, you know, if you go to the hospital, you get sick, you know, there's like a protocol. You go in there, they plug you into the thing, or they you know give you the drip, or they do the surgery, and then you know you get better. Uh, you don't really think of it in terms of of um, it being this like extremely difficult uh like tightrope where you know you're having to maintain a balance of of you know and you could easily damage someone's lungs mm-hmm. if you just do too much pressure or whatever it's i i don't know i i'm just blown away by well, what is people that, are doing i don't know if you know the answer to this all the lasting damage that is done to people's bodies is that from the treatment for it or is no that idea. from the disease i, I think no it's idea. from the disease well there's that i'm yes for sure like you hearing about like uh heart stuff that right. might be you know lingering or whatever but um no i mean i, I there's the all that there's that video from italy where they all the people had the bags over their heads because oh, they yeah. were trying to maintain the pressure in their lungs and so they had to um and you're just like, and then I was listening to an interview with one of the nurses and they were talking about how like, how stressful it is because if they get it wrong, you can easily, it's so delicate, the lungs. Mm. Oh man. I like, I don't know. They're I, wondrous windbags. Just like the idea of, of being on the front lines like that. I mean, I just, my, I just have so much respect for everybody who does that work. Um, you know, I was a fucking coward. Like I, I, my dad was a lawyer and he worked, he was a prosecutor and, um, my mom worked in a hospital. And I think for me, I was just like, I don't want to do anything where 
people's lives are like affected by what I do. You had that thought? Yeah. I just like, I, I don't want that kind of pressure. I don't want to have that stress in my life. I want to, you know, like, yeah, sure. I might make, I might be a good lawyer, but I don't want, if I have a bad day, someone goes mm-hmm. to fucking jail or, you know, doesn't. <laughs> right. Um, or I don't want to like, you know, be in healthcare and, oh, accidentally, uh, you know, put the blood thing into the oxygen thing and then someone who came in with a, you know, a, you know, broken arm dies or some shit. You know, like, I, I don't want to have that kind of, like, stakes. Right. <laughs> but that's cowardly, right? I mean... I guess it would be more cowardly if I had I genuine interest cowardly, in those things. Yeah, but um, I uh, well, regardless of what it says about me, what important thing is what it says about you, Josh. And you are you are you folks <laughs> are the hero. heroes. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean I mean it genuinely. You guys are fucking awesome. Uh, another message. Hi. Um, my name is Emma, and I'm one of your younger listeners. I'm 15 years old, and my mom and dad had to have a talk with me about becoming an orphan during um, the corona epidemic. My mom was diabetic, and my dad has, like, a lung thing, so he had to tell me, um what it was like, what would happen if um, they were both to die of corona. And that is the scariest conversation I've ever had in my whole life. Um, yeah, that's, that's all. Oh, that's, that's heavy shit. Emma... I'm so sorry. Um, no, she said her dad has a lung thing. Her dad has a lung thing, and her mom is diabetic. Wow! So they're vulnerable. They're vulnerable. God. Yeah. I mean, just keep your parents out of grocery stores. I mean, you know, out of hospitals. Yeah, you just gotta no, seal sure seal the doors, man. I. Uh, I mean, it's a, a smart thing for a fifteen year old to have to think about. It's a smart conversation. I will say, I would say it's a smart conversation to have, but I will say, I remember when I turned 18. Um, it was your dream of being an orphan? <laughs> wait, wait. You definitely dreamed of being an orphan at some point, right? Like, not really. Not like yeah. you really wanted to be an orphan, but like, you'd yes. be like that, that like, like Oliver Twist out on the streets picking pockets. I don't know. A specific dream to be an orphan, but I loved, as you know, facts of life, and that mm-hmm. whole thing is like growing up around your. You get a bunch friends. of best friends. You have so many best friends. You lose your parents. You get a bunch of best friends. No parents, tons of best friends, or like the party of five scenario. I mean, it's dark well, and you, tragic, but it's like gals doing it for themselves. Hold on, not to distract from it. We'll get back to it. But were any of the facts of life girls orphans? Were there any tragic stories, backstories with the facts of life girls? Yes. There were some, but I can't remember them off the top of my head, but you think I would be able to. I mean, I tragedy wove its way in there. Interesting. Um, anyway, yeah. Uh, so anyway, what I was going to say is when I turned 18, I had the reassuring thought, oh, now if anything happens to my parents, 
I can just take care of my sister and me. I can be our guardian. Right. And it was nice to not feel like I was going to be at the whims of whatever was decided. So yeah. just, just three more years, Emma, you can do it. But yeah, that's very scary. 15. Yeah, you're right on the cusp of being able to be on your own. But yeah. even when you're on your own, you still need your folks. Yes. Uh, I just meant legally. You know, I... um. The idea that you're gonna lose your parents is that's a really that's a tough one. Um, I'm dealing with the idea that um, I'm not gonna live like deep into the lives of my children, which is a different side of the same sort of like thing. Like, because I'm old dad, you know, they'll probably be hopefully. If I live a nice long life, they'll be in their forties. But that's like, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be able to be in their. I'm not. It, it just sucks. When are you planning on dying? When do I when do I expect to die? I'm just saying if if things if if hey if 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 I live long, yeah, that's my hope for you. I mean, not likely, but if I do, then. Uh, they're still only going to be in their 40s. But they can make it to their 50s. Still, it's like, I don't know. You know what I know? I know that we have another call. Hi, guys. This is Catherine Keys from Michigan. And how am I doing? I'm doing pretty good. My sister and brother-in-law were really sick, and they're doing much better. And I just went to a drive through testing today to be tested myself. And listening to you guys gives me a lot of enjoyment, and you're doing a good job, and I'm thinking about you being at home with the kids and just trying to stick together. So thanks for all the enjoyment you give us. Bye. Thank you. I, I missed her name. What was her name? Catherine. Catherine. Thank yeah, you, Yeah, there's drive through testing. Where? Um, I saw a thing on Nextdoor saying anyone in L.A. County who has symptoms can do drive through testing same day or next day. And you oh, wow. collect it yourself, and it's not the one in, like, the back of your brain. It's just it's, – it's a mouth swab. I thought you had to Mm-mm. get the swab in the back of your – No, well, I'm just telling you what I read. Well, if it's on Nextdoor, then it's, it's definitely Mayor true. Eric Garcetti was saying it. Well, uh, huh. I mean, we're going to need I, whatever. Yeah. And one more, and then let's do iTunes comments of the week. Hi, Allison. Love your podcast and listening forever. In fact, today I just told my almost 15 year old daughter she should listen to it too. Um, just saw the post oh, yeah. about uh, checking in on the quarantine. We're doing as well as can be expected. Uh, don't know what more to say about that. Just hanging in there. Hope you are too. Love the show. Bye. Well, thank you. Yeah. I, I hear, I'm going to do an impersonation for you now. Of? Okay, this is my impersonation of um, a person seeing someone they know and like pre-coronavirus, like running into them. Okay, ready? Okay, I'm ready. Okay. Hey, how's it going? Okay, now this is my impersonation of someone now seeing someone that they know and like. Hi! <laughs> Hi. How are you doing? Because you're so starved for connection. 
Yeah, do you feel like, like that's how you've been to our neighbors? <laughs> Everybody today <laughs> was just like, "Hi, hey, oh. <laughs> how you guys doing?" Um. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for your calls. Let's do iTunes comments of the week. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments, and don't forget to click five stars. Now, as you know. It helps out the podcast immensely when you leave comments on Apple Podcasts. I still call it iTunes. I'm old school. It's called Apple Podcasts now. Helps out the show. Um, so keep those downloads, those subscriptions, those comments, those five stars coming. Uh, and I like to read. Uh, I like to read both pause and neg because if I just read positive, that's too self-aggrandizing. But we will start with the positive. Daniel at the top one. Here we go. much needed friends by hollis 13 in this weird time of isolation being home all the time and not being with other people is really starting to bring me down i've listened to air iymbf for years but never before have i felt like these guys are actual friends of mine the conversation is so relatable to how i'm feeling i literally feel myself nodding along and chiming in with the "Uh uh-huh so true Many times. Thank you so much for always being there for me. And thanks for the awesome Thursday, gang, and for your great Monday shows. I'm loving the bonus Daniel appearances. Hell yeah. And he's missed when he isn't there on Thursday. That's that's a lovely comment. It's very nice. Thank you. How, but not everyone feels however, that way. However. On the other hand. On the other hand. <clears throat> counterpoint. Daniel thinks work is hard, wishes he had no kids. Why can't he live in Montecito? By Mr. R. Pederso. R. Pederoso? Pederast. (laughs) If you love self-absorbed people, you will love, love this show. Daniel is clearly the most self-absorbed, But Allison is a close second, which is amazing. This app becomes a self-absorbed face-off. Daniel admits he would love a life with no children so he can play video games all day. In his words, quote, having to work a full-time job and no childcare, it's like, it's tough. So it's like, been a challenge. (laughs) What am I, T.S. Eliot over here? I thought most of the world works and has kids and no nannies. Uh, or they have kids who are school age and they're in school all day, so or they don't need daycare. a nanny. Yeah. Daniel complains about no nanny, but he says he doesn't want to spend time complaining. Got me. <laughs> it's kind of like... How does it feel being under the microscope? <laughs> Damn it! I'm a hypocrite. It's kind of like anything. Like anything in life. This is a quote, right? No, there's no quote, but maybe. It's kind of like anything. Like anything in life. Like, it's like tough. Like, (laughs) (laughs) it would also be nice if he had a staff of people to take care of him. No shit. Also, if he could live in Montecito, uh uh-huh, and be rich. Yup. Here's a quote. Working is so hard, especially my job. By the way, the uh-huh and the yup are in the comment. It sounded like you were disagreeing with yourself. You're not. 
No, that part wasn't. That was me. Oh, it was. Okay. <laughs> but you can't tell because there's lots you of... You can't tell. There's lots of asides. <clears throat> These two are pure genius. You are gonna love it. Later in the episode, this great talk turns to eating oysters on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Fucking gold. If you were wondering why it went from the self-absorbed talk to eating on the stool... Hmm. I think he's using stool wrong, but yeah. so then bad. you get the beauty of this show. <laughs> <laughs> Some do. It's pure, brainless, worthless nonsense. <laughs> so if you like jackasses, like if, sorry, if you like jackasses like this, <laughs> plus that's all caps. Gross toilet talk. This show is perfect for you. I feel like now he's digging at our at our fans. Like that's come on. This is perfect for a lot of people, and I do not judge those people. Like they that are is like a masterpiece. They are they are like like the best. You know, like <laughs> this guy. Well, obviously, thank look, you. He's a he. Listens we can't. Closely. There is a class of people who are true geniuses and we're never going to appeal to those people but the rest of us normal folk we like our lowbrow poop humor that's right thank you very much sorry our pederasto i would say that you shouldn't toss the term pederast around lightly but who are you insulting pederasts i feel like they're fair game yeah I, you don't know that he's not one. This is true. Um, so keep those comments coming. Five stars. Also, tell a friend um, and whatnot. Uh, Childish, listen to my other podcast, Childish. Full episodes of Childish are now up on YouTube. YouTube. I love that. Sorry, I should explain. When I say full episodes, I didn't, I didn't use all my words. The full video of the episode, so you can see us recording it. That is available on it's YouTube. It's so cool, now. and the audio is not the audio from the Zoom. No, it's the audio from. It's, it's the, the good actual quality, good quality audio. You got Tone Zone in there making it just sweet. It's not Tone Zone. Oh. It's Pete the Retailer. You got Pete the Retailer dot com in there, <laughs> and he's making it sweet. Yeah. Um, and he's, he's, he's really good with video editing. He's doing all sorts of fancy whatnots. There's go for the fancy whatnots, stay for the video episodes. So that's on YouTube. I'm also uploading other little things to YouTube. Um, all of Daniel's intros hit Daniel recording his intros. I've been uploading those to YouTube. And then by the, this is when I I start melting down. I don't know if you've noticed I'm having trouble with my consonants. My vowels are going to go next and I'm stuffed up. It's all right. Just power through. And if you would like video from these episodes, although not this one, but the Thursday ones, uh, maybe some of the one day, Monday ones, depending, those are available on Patreon, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Thank you. That sounded, Tony, Tony, did you just show up? We got to get the video rolling on this shit I know. more reliably. We got the cameras. We got to, we got to fucking figure that out. We do. Because it's really nice. Like when you've uploaded those it's fun to watch. It, it, it's Super very enjoyable to watch the yeah. video of it. Yeah, I agree. And that's just come from someone who has been staring at your mug for five weeks now. And you still want more mug? I'm surprisingly, like, if I can watch it, then you guys definitely can watch it. Or are you like, I'd rather watch this than the real one? 
Because oh. that one's like at least trying. Wait, is in that in that option? Are you not around and I get to play video games? <laughs> Look, what I'm saying is no one is more sick of your mug than me, <laughs> and I like watching it. Oh, that's so really the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. <laughs> you guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Allison Rosen, and uh, keep those calls coming and the voicemails. Which is the same as the calls. Keep in touch with us. We like, I love hearing the stories. Ariymbf show at gmail dot com. Um, also, I've been doing just mirror everyone more frequently. So, uh, tweet your JMOs at Ariymbf. Yeah, give us some quarantine JMOs, or or just non non quarantine JMOs. Like, but, what what's the longest stretch you guys have gone without changing your underwear? I you know here's a JMO. Okay. Uh. I have noticed that I will go whole days now without putting even socks on my feet. And I realize, like, I'm slowly, this is the first, I'm shedding the accoutrements of civilized life. You are no longer matching your socks. I yeah. stopped doing it's that starting a long time to, ago. So, yeah. like, what is the evolution? It starts with the, I'm not putting my shoes on. Right. It really starts with, I'm not wearing my work clothes. I'm wearing casual clothes. And it's like, now it's like, I'll go a whole day without even, and not even realize it. That you don't have socks on. So, it's like, my pants hang down too low, so I'm rolling them up. Like, I'm a month away from just having cutoffs and straw in my teeth and out there, like, <laughs> Killing rabbits. Yeah. Um, I have an update. I have been touting that I was trying to see how long I could grow my toenails. I said I was headed towards Guinness World Record length. Uh, and I finally, I buckled. I'm playing by their rules. Now, what did it? What was the, the thing that made you play by their rules? The clicking when I walked. <laughs> So you're like Wendy, like hoping that, that the sidewalk would just, uh, you know, etch them down. Honestly, what it was, we have started trading back and forth. Like I'll take the kids for three hours and you take them for three hours. And we started as opposed to each day being a new, exciting thing of we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. We've started to like dial it in. Which and is so, just so it's, so it's made it so much better. So I was going to take a shower and I knew that I had two more hours of Allison time till it was me back on the clock with the kids. And I thought, oh, I have time to take a shower and to actually like trim my toenails and then file them if I need to. Because every other time I've thought of it. Will you put them in a file? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Under tea. Under, under toenails. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that makes sense. That you... Every other time, it's been like I'm racing to take a shower, and I don't want to do it haphazardly. And right. I know I'm going to need to like spend a little time to make them smooth and pretty and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's what it was. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> um, well, listen, I'm glad I'm. I support cutting your toenails. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you have any plugs? No, but Pete Buttigieg does. <laughs> does he burn? Really? I don't know. He's a, he should have. I don't know why he cut his hair. It's not a good look. I feel like maybe he was wearing a hairpiece before. I yeah, know you I don't, don't know. think that, but it that's would have what to I be think. some sort of weave. I think the hair club for men thing is like a wove and into your thin hair, so it looks fuller or something. I'm not sure. Maybe that's what he did. You could wear a hairpiece on top of thin hair. It's a wig, is what it a is. wig attaches to your scalp. No, it doesn't have to. What? Why are you an you can, expert in this? What? Because I know people 
I just know people who have All wigs. Right, well, I, you can like pull your your hair down and back and then put a wig on top of it. Yeah, I, don't, I just don't think that's what he was doing though. I think he just grew it out and that you can, flop, you can it flop it over and it looks fuller than it is. I don't know. I think that was a I think that was a wig or hairpiece. If you know the answer, let us know. Okay, you guys. Thank you so much for Why? Well, they don't know where to find me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> God. I'm trying to I, I gotta grow back. Listen, folks, you know, Biden's our guy. I'm I'm behind him a hundred percent. If you if you dropped off the Q train because uh, I was too annoying. Well, I got some good news for you. I got some real good news for you. Uh, I'm, I'm listening. I am not quite so annoying, <laughs> except to my wife when I'm talking about the history of the labor movement. Uh, I, I, I'm at times, you know, downright delightful. Name one. Uh, I make jokes. It's you true. know, uh, I don't remember them. Uh. But they're they're you know you just gotta you gotta go in there and find find them and and just give yourself a chuckle. <laughs> uh, I'm at Daniel Quants, Twitter and Instagram, and uh, you know I'll see you there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, you guys. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? Yeah, Alison Rosen is your new best.